Welcome back to the Still Searching Podcast. This is uh, Josh Trujillo. It's been a minute. I apologize. We're back. Uh, went on a little hiatus here. But we're so excited to release this incredibly um, fire episode with the one and only Tina Torres. I uh, in, the, in the podcast, at the very beginning, I, I don't know. I was high or something because I called her Carla and like, I didn't even notice I called her Carla and she corrected me without, I didn't even realize she corrected me. So it's not Carla. It's Tina. We talk about Carla and how she got, she's all booed up now. Um, but no, Tina Torres fire episode. So excited to, to release this one. Um, just catching up, man. And, and just, catching up after years and uh, just talking, just having a conversation. Um, so thank you, Tina, for coming through. I know she had a full schedule when she flew out to L.A. and uh, was gracious enough to stop by the trap house here and um, just put this one out. Um, quick update. We're, we're going to be back to our regularly scheduled program. I got um, Gilda coming back. You know, life just happens. You know, we're all trying to maintain and live and, you know, do our thing and still uh, try to make time for, for the pod. Um, and I got some fire guests lined up as well. And uh, can't wait to release those soon. Uh, and hope you guys enjoy this episode. For everybody who knows Tina, like we just kind of, we talk about spirituality, Christianity. Like, you know, I, I use these terms very loosely when you press me on it guys i'm still a christian like i still believe like in jesus i'm just using different language um, i don't use the church language as much anymore so i'm just trying to find new language so when we talk about these things so we're trying to expand it outside of the language that we grew up with in maybe a church environment so you know when we talk about the universe or vibrations or energy and all this stuff Deep down, that's what I'm talking about. Um, so, you know, I can't speak for anybody else, but that's where I'm at. Because I know a lot of people think I'm just like far gone. But I'm not, guys. I'm still me. Trust me. I'm still. I'm still. I'm still me. So, um, yeah, guys. So stay tuned next week. We're going to drop a, a new episode with our regular format with our co-hosts. And um get back on track so thank you guys for continuing to listen i know you guys have been hitting me up like yo what's up you guys are we're rolling and went silent for a minute but we'll be coming back real soon so hope you guys enjoy this episode with the one and only tina torres enjoy I think I have permission to play this because the artist is sitting right in the same room with me. Absolutely. <laughs> I won't get sent an email from Spotify or something. No, no, you won't have to pay any royalties or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Man, what a treat today. Like, I'm so hyped because I have a very special guest in the studio today. Um, I know this person, I think, since the early 2000s when I first met our yeah. guest today yeah so 
just flew in from who knows where, Florida, <laughs> via Florida. Florida, New York, Florida. It's like back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I've always seen you go back and forth. But I have Carla Torres in the trap house today. Thank you so much. I am the the wonderful Carla Torres' sister, Tina yes, Torres. Tina Torres. <laughs> Um, man, what I'm so happy you came. Thank you so much for coming through. Like, I know you're flew in, you're gonna do some recording, like, mm-hmm. you're all over the place. And thank you for coming to yes, thank the you. <laughs> thank you for having me <laughs> to, t- to tap in. It's been years, yes, I haven't seen you in like years. I know, I know, I know. I see you on Facebook and all your kids, and oh my gosh, what a life! Isn't it weird to see uh, Angelina? <laughs> She's like. Oh my God. Gonna be 18. This is this a year. grown woman. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, time has flown. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Like, I feel like I was her age just like yesterday. Yeah. It's crazy. I know. <laughs> well, we're still young at heart, right? Yeah. Always. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, for sure. I, I, I truly believe that, though. Like, like you, if That's you. That's what I learned at, from your mom. Yeah. Yeah. But even like our generation now. We are just looking younger. We have more of a youthful spirit. I think we're just developing a different mentality. Not mm-hmm. saying that, you know, we, we needed our parents and people to to teach us certain things. But now it's like we're just saying no to certain social norms and standards mm-hmm. and just living our lives as, as we right. see fit. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's the whole premise of this podcast. Like mm-hmm. I come to the point where maybe I thought I knew what I was talking about or maybe i thought i knew a lot or whatever mm-hmm. but like nah bro i'm still figuring this out yeah there's still so much to learn um i had to unlearn a lot of things you know mm-hmm. yep and yep. so that's kind of why some of the stuff i wanted to get into today with you but no just catching up again like sheesh so you i had your sister on we had yeah. a great conversation did you hear it yeah i did yeah it yeah. was fun like i had a we just had a good conversation and yeah she has a boyfriend now. Yes. You know what? I- <laughs> oh my! Who would have thought? Like, would have thought? The Carla Torres. <laughs> on 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 the podcast, I'm like, wait. So you haven't done it yet, Carla? Or <laughs> something to that. <laughs> and then when she announced, I'm like, I'm like, all right. Yep. Make sure you do it right away so you, you can see if you even like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I think that was some good advice, though. Seriously. <laughs> right. I mean, why wait? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> oh my god. So. So yeah, this is Carla, Carla's sister Tina, and Tina um, and Carla were. I met them. If you, anybody who hasn't listened to the first episode, but I came in contact with you guys in like two thousand two. No, yeah, two thousand like two. Yeah, two thousand two, two thousand three. You, your father ran a organization for teens, um, and I went there, and that's when I had an experience and encounter with you guys. And I was there for a few years and then came back and yeah, that's, that's the, the long and short of it. <laughs> but there's a lot more in between. There's a whole <laughs> lot in there. There's a whole lot in there. Um, so yeah, let's, let's just, just jump into it. So you are, you're an entertainer. Mm-hmm. You do so much. Like yes. you're into everything. Yes. You dance, you sing, Yes. you produce yes i even heard you spit some bars yes oh I, i'm trying to get into battle rapping right now actually. no way yeah I, I just have to i have to get in the shed and just you know write and kind of but i have the energy for it yeah yeah i want to mark some fools out there <laughs> <laughs> that's so dope i would love to see that um i used to watch me and my buddy at work and we used to work like a regular job we used to just watch like um the the battles like the the uh what were they called damn i forgot the ones in New York with like Math Hoffa and um, Loaded like Lux, Smack. like Smack, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. were like these big productions. Like mm-hmm. you know, the whole stage is like yeah. a whole crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually listening to somebody the other day who's a, like a LA OG battle rapper, and he's like, "All right, cool. Like I like to see this art evolve because now it's like you have like a month to prepare, yeah, and learn all this stuff about your opponent. But back in the day, you actually had to do it like on the spot. Yeah, yeah." That so is true. Th- it wasn't like, all right, cool. I'm gonna get my bars and learn that you went to a private school or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. know. So. I mean, I think okay. The the I went to a battle rap recently, and you could tell like they all like were They've reciting pre- things that they had written. Right. Um. I think there is an a respect for that art form, just going in and you know what I mean, like fine tuning that craft, but then having the ability 
to be able to freestyle on the cuff as well. Yeah. You know, so like mixing it. Yeah. So it's good to do your homework. And then I want to see the dynamic of someone do that right. because I want to hear the, the the stuff that they like have been working on too. Yeah. You know, like that's in their heart just because someone like wrote it down. Like doesn't make it any less. Uh, exactly. Right. Yeah. So no, no, for sure. So that's cool. So battle rapping and uh, you do makeup as well. Yeah. Like, I think I just saw you were just at a, another gig, right? Yeah. My mom, my mom kind of, um, she got into that business and then she needed my help and she was like, Hey, and I was already doing makeup in New York, like here and there, like FX and all that. Um, and her clientele, her base clientele is like ballroom dancers. Mm -hmm. So next thing you know, we were traveling the country, just like going to all these events and yeah. we're still doing it. That's so dope. Mm -hmm. Your mom's always been so like creative, entrepreneurial spirit, like just doing what she loves yeah forever i want people to see the inside of what happens in this world though like I, you know we have a hard times they're your yeah. you know your your crazy clients that you know you got to cater to sometimes but for the most part it's so rewarding because we get to we get to give to these ladies before you know this might be their first time performing a dream is coming true mm. they're anywhere from like 50 i mean we do younger people too but like up to like i've done a 99 year old lady wow and a dancer a dancer. Yeah. She was getting ready to get on the competition dance floor. <laughs> yes. And um, so I've just been blessed by them. Just it's an exchange of energy, mm -hmm. helping them prepare for a big moment in their life. And then maybe they'll give me some advice or whatever. Like the 99 year old lady, I asked her, I was like, okay, what's one piece of advice you can give me in life? And she's like, well, I can't hear very well and I can't see very well, but I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's the attitude. Yep. Yeah. Just just do it. Yep. Just do what you yep. want to do. Mm -hmm. Do what you love. Exactly. That's beautiful. So, so uh, and you were a dancer too, or you still dance? Yeah, I'm right? still dancing. Yeah. yeah, I'm in that scene too. Yeah. You know, um, and now dancing. I'm combining. Well, not you know, I've been more in the Latin dance scene. You know, I, I, mambo is my heart salsa. I started getting into that, and then now bachata is taking off. So um, I'm actually heading out to an event next month, and I'm directing a um, a music video for an artist. Nice. Yeah. So, Super dope. Yeah. You were in a film too in the Bay Area. Yeah. That goes back. Santo, uh, something Eric, Santos. Eric Santos. Does your dad yeah. know him? Yeah, he does. Yeah. It's all it's connected. It's a small world because I have a guy in the Bay Area who sells uh, the product that I sell for my small business and we did his house and he, we were talking about it and uh, that's how I found out you wow. were in it. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> and you were in a 50 Cent's video too. Yeah. I remember that. That was dope. So you're like all over the place so yeah. much. Yeah. So- um yeah let's just talk about how we like i want to know about tina because i know you're on a different vibe now like we grew up in a real strong strict or religious kind of background <clears throat> and i think we've evolved mm -hmm. from that maybe we formed our own thing i don't know people call it like i don't know i, I get called like a heretic or i'm like super out there yeah. or whatever mm -hmm. i'm like okay cool yeah. Like, I don't even, it doesn't even bother me. Yeah. I'm so disconnected from that world. Mm -hmm. So like the language, I don't even remember yeah. a lot of the language anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So it doesn't compute. Mm -hmm. So, but I know you and I are kind of like into different things, but we still kind of have that grounding connection to, I don't know if you want to say God or whatever, but it's like, yeah. it's still there, but we have other things. And yeah. I just kind of want to talk about that. But like, how was our, how was your experience growing up in that background of growing up in that religious environment and uh, everything that we went through, like in Arizona and mm -hmm. what, what you went through? Yeah. Well, um, it's both negative and positive, yeah. which is, was great for my life, you know? Right. Um, like you don't regret any of it. Not, not any of it. Yeah. I have no, like literally none. Um, obviously the religious, uh, factor, um, just the, the certain mindsets and blockages and things spoken over my life, um, that developed certain mentalities that wouldn't allow me to, um, progress in life mm. or, or, or evolve as the spirit being that I am. Um, so, you know, that negative, the positive was the the foundation of spirituality is what it gave me mm -hmm. on top of it. Like, like knowing scripture now, um, the Bible has a lot of like, it's like code. If you can take it, like I can take a scripture now and dissect it and, and apply it to my mentality now. And I'm like, yo, this is, it, it's, there's still a lot of truth, mm -hmm. you know, um, 
So like even the, the scripture, the natural man cannot receive the things of God. There is foolishness to him. Mm. So that last year I was like preaching this message. Oh, you know, how, however we believe about what's going on. Um, and I realized I can't do that anymore. Mm. because what people are experiencing they're experiencing cognitive dissonance and their belief is contrary to yours right. so it doesn't matter what i say it and how i say it circles. they're not they're not going it's not yeah. so it's a vibration that trickles over eventually but um so you know i i started applying that scripture and i i said you know what i'm just going to allow myself uh allow my light to shine rather than saying these words. And I'm thinking I'm saving people out here and like, no, I need to save myself first of all, you know? <laughs> so let me check. Let me look at the log in my eye again, going yeah. back to scripture and not point the finger out here. Like I have been. Right. And let me, let me take responsibility for my vibration for what I am doing because my perception of my reality is simply a projection of my own vibration. Mm. So I'm trying to reconcile and make things right with people. Not, not being like, Oh, you did this to me. You did that. Like, no, let, let me fix what my, my, what I have perceived that's created this negative mess. Mm. Yeah. So, that Dude, was a that's, lot. That's a lot. That's, that's so <laughs> much right there. You know what? Just to take it back, like, I don't know if you remember this. This is a long time ago. Like, you sent me a message on Facebook. This is, like, so long ago, like, probably 10 years ago, probably more. And you were, like, I think you went, like, kind of went back to the religious, um, like, <laughs> you know, like, we defa defaulted back to yeah. what we knew. Yeah. And you were, like... You know, you're like really worldly or something to that effect. What? Me? <laughs> and you were like, you need to do blah, 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 blah. And then like maybe a year or two later, you're like, apologize. You know what? I'm sorry for saying that. <laughs> do you remember that? No. Oh, my it God. It was like on Facebook. It was a long time ago. But you know what? When I left Arizona, like I told your dad this a couple of years ago because your dad came and we hung out for like a, a weekend. Uh -huh. He spent a lot of time here and Carla. We had a great time. And I just told him, like, dude, when I left, I had, like, all these bad dreams of, like, Arizona and the church. And, like, um, like you were, like, because it, it was a weird vibe back then. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah. I, it was a great experience for me. Like, my experience was great. I can't mm -hmm. say. But looking back on it, I was like, man, that is a little weird. But for me, like, I could say, honestly, I got nothing but love for your family. I had a great experience. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people didn't. Yeah, you know. Um, but that's that's neither here nor there because they were forced in this thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and we and you different guys experiences different experiences. And your dad is totally like I had a conversation with him, like a four hour conversation with him, like mm -hmm. maybe a year ago, and um, like he like laid it all out to me, and you know, it was just he was in a different place. Mm -hmm. You know, it is what it is. Like he was growing and learning as well. Yeah. Um, I forgot the whole point of where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we were talking about, well, just uh, the, what all of that, yeah, the church, yeah. the, what was happening yeah. there. Well, like I was having bad dreams and I just told them about it. And then then we, we talked about it, whatever, and, and uh, you know, it went away, whatever. Long story short is like we've we've grown so much from that, from that, from those times, all yeah. of us, you know. Yes. And I've been connected with a few people um, from those days. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it, like you said, it's like I, you take the negative and the positive for me, like I said, it was a wonderful experience. I got to just experience something different, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, and it did shape a lot of what I believe today. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I want to say really quick, I think some of those people that did have. And maybe not all. Again, everyone's experience was different. I wasn't there for a lot. Like, right. my, keep in mind, there was a lot of people and a lot a of different personalities. Lot of and and a lot of times my dad wasn't even fully involved in, you know, he didn't have time to be everywhere with yeah. everyone. Yeah. But it was his vibration that did trickle down. And he, he does have to take responsibility for that. But um, for me, I'm like, my if if there were if there was anyone that my dad you know treated with a lot of disrespect and yeah. like it was his immediate family people didn't mm. even really know yeah. i mean imagine look at what happened to me when i left yeah you know it was just mad persecution but um, yeah that's right you and your dad were like yeah going at it yeah and i went out there and i struggled josh i yeah. struggled 
people uh-huh. don't realize it how badly I struggled. Yeah. Not only financially, you know, going from place to place, trying to make my way, didn't know what I was doing. Really, you were just you literally were thrown out into the world by yourself. Yes, and then the mentality that I had, I was like, for the wolves, mm. you know, this little pretty like nineteen year old yeah. girl, like that just came out of church. Ooh. bad bad but i learned you know and then living in new york city for eight years and in harlem for eight years wow i grew another layer of skin yeah you know for sure so but um i'm i'm again i'm grateful for it all but i was gonna go back to what i was saying if i can if my sister my brother my mom if we can find it in our hearts to forgive Mm. and to reconcile with my father like it's not even like i'm gonna forgive him and he's over there like no i'm out having a beer with my dad you Mm. know what i mean we i had dinner the night before i flew out with him he was hanging out with me he came to the bachata night like hanging out like we were just there chilling and this is a dream come true for me right you know and like for him to be in my space where when i was a teenager this was of the devil what i'm doing today was of the devil right right and i'm out just having a good time and and him being in your sphere your space and recognizing like this is your this is your thing this is what you love Mm -hmm. and seeing you um just excel in that that's got to be joyful you know just to be like all right cool this is dope like well, and it's healing for him. Yeah. And what a lot of a lot of people fail to realize is that this this was a very hurt person growing up, mm. not only by his immediate family, the but church. then by the church yeah. and more more people in the church. It was just a slew of like years of him just being beaten down. And that's no excuse for maybe his his reactions to other things. Yeah. But again, if everyone just gains a little bit of understanding, just sprinkle a little, a little bit, bit of that in there, then we're we're gonna all come to a, a happy place of resolution and maybe almost peace on earth. Mm. That's so big. It's like, it's like all you really need is a little bit of understanding and some grace. Yeah. Like that goes so long. Like it makes, it's, it's a, like I've learned that the last few years, like just man, just let it go. Mm-hmm. Like you don't need to hold on to everything that hurts you Yeah. or allow it to continue to wound you. Yeah. You know, um. Yeah, healing and rec- reconciliation is no joke. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, and it's it's a formula for propulsion and elevation. Mm. Yeah, it, to you, the next people. People. Oh, I want to go to. The, we're on the next level. Oh, we go. Really? Are you really going to the next level? You know right. what I mean? Right. Then you need to you need to look at the darkness in your life. You need yeah. to face that shit. It's not about the exterior things. It's about going in. Yeah, for sure. So you left Arizona. Well, even while we were there, like you were kind of rebelling a little bit too, right? Yeah. Oh, Bucking yeah. against the system. Oh, yeah. That's why I was there. Like I was. I showed up to church with with vodka in my Sprite bottle one time. <laughs> Nobody even knew. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's so funny because all these kids are there because they've been doing bad things, right? Quote unquote bad things in church. And then like. We're supposed to be, it's like this next level of like holiness and like, oh, we're set apart and we don't partake in these things, (laughs) but you were doing it the whole time. (laughs) Like, that's what I did growing up though. So like, if I knew that, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like, I get it. Do your thing, you know? I never knew. I was like, I was in my lane. You know what I mean? I was there for a short amount of time. I did what I had to do and whatever. So I wasn't really, you know, but you know, it like, it is what it is. I get it. Like, that's what I was doing when I was 16, even 14, 15, 16, yeah. all throughout church. We were tearing it up. Well, and, and like, you go and do those things because they're more taboo. And human nature wants to defy those things naturally. You know, Charlie. <laughs> Crazy dog. <laughs> He's wild. Yeah, right. When you create the prohibition. Yeah. You want to do it. Yes. It's like It's it's actually it's it's a reverse psychology effect that's actually used against us in marketing out here that people don't even realize. Mm. You want to talk about programming? Speak on it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like okay, so I mean, really? <laughs> you really want me to speak on speak it? Speak on it. Go, let's do it. Okay, so we want to talk about uh, the social movements, the socially engineered movements that have taken place are actually not organic and of the people. Mm. It's a reverse psychology effect to create more of that vibration. So the more we talk about these things, the more the more we bring awareness, uh, bringing awareness to things 
is actually um it's that that is the the guise of predictive programming hmm. like give me like, an example i'm just oh like, like, all of a sudden now we um we're now bringing awareness to multiple multiple sclerosis, whatever. Now you see these ads everywhere about MS, MS everywhere. Next thing you know, humans are beginning to manifest these ailments oh, in their life. Oh, got you. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So yes. it's like we don't even realize what yeah, we're yeah, intaking yeah. and how. And by continuing to speak then on you the start matter. To, you start to visualize without even understanding. You, yes. you your subconscious has been programmed. That's why the Bible says to speak those things that are not as though, as they, though were. they were. Right. We got to do the and opposite. And it works the opposite. Yeah. Yes. And this is what Kanye was talking about on TMZ when they when they crucified him. He said, we need to change the narrative and change the reality. But no, how can... And this is a heavy topic right now. I don't know. You know what I mean? This mm -hmm. is, I got to be careful what I say no, right now. Anything goes. Because... Say whatever you want. <laughs> it's, it's about... It's like, yeah, racism exists, but at the same time, we have to not speak on it as though it, it's like the mentality it, it's it, it's a balance um we need to people do need to be lifted out of a certain mentality but rather than uh uh feeling sorry for them or harping on the past or feeling guilty those are low frequencies mm -hmm. we we state who we are today. We are powerful people. We we are loved. We are the light of the world. The opposite Infinite of beings, what is yeah. all of that. And that vibration trickles over onto those people and they begin to lift up as well. Rather than out here, oh, racism, we got to fight. We got to fight. Resistance creates more of it. Mm. Resistance creates more of that. Mm. So we, we need to, I stopped resisting stuff and I started flowing. Is that what Kanye was trying to say? Like when he was talking about slavery is a choice? Yes. That, that's what you're saying. That, he yeah. said, it, he didn't say slavery is a choice. Right. They, they misquoted him. He yeah. said, slave, it's, he said, huh, that sounds like a choice. Mm. It sounds like a choice. We're talking about a mentality here. Breaking not free. physical. Yes. Yeah. Mentality. You know? Yeah. Like, and that's what's going on here in America. Yeah. Like we see, we appear to be free, but mentally, you know, we're, we're under a lot of programming boxes and grids and chains yeah you know what i really enjoyed listening to his interviews like when he was doing the whole jesus is king stuff like he really was you could tell he was breaking free from whatever that was or whatever was trying mm -hmm. to box him in i don't think a lot of people under like i think it was a weird thing because he had this experience with god and i'm not like downplaying his experience it's, i'm sure it's 100 valid but um he was he was like if people really pay attention to what he was saying, like he did long interviews, like on big boy, he did one with Nick Cannon mm -hmm. and he's saying some incredible things like groundbreaking things. And I think he really is tapping into that. And I think it's, it's happening because what he just left or they just got a divorce from Kim. Yeah. So maybe he is like yeah. completely breaking free yeah. from all that. I mean, I, I know people who are on the inside of his circle that um, are his confidants on, on a, in, in a good light. Mm -hmm. And there, there are a lot of good things happening in there. And we know the media, anybody who bashes, I mean, anybody who the media so strongly wants to bash all the time yeah. is usually out here probably doing something good for the people. You know what I mean? Right. So right. when has the media ever been our friend? Come yeah. on. <laughs> like if we lay out facts and history, come on, people can't like, again, there's the, there's the cognitive dissonance. I'm like, come on, people, can't you see it? No. You can't. Yeah. You have to be, you have to open up another, another vision, another, mm -hmm. get put on another set of lenses. Yes. Or take off the lenses that we've yes. been wearing. Yes. To see it. And there's a lot more that goes into that too. So you gotta, gotta keep in mind, this man has been funneled through Hollywood. You know what I mean? Mm. He's been through their hospitals and been through, you know, in front of their doctors and their people. You gotta keep in mind all of these things that right. people don't factor in. So they don't know, yeah. you know, they don't fully know. You, you, I remember you kind of exposing some stuff in Hollywood too, like years ago, like, man, this is this whole Hollywood game, this scene, the music scene, the, the movie scene, like Hollywood is like, twisted yeah yeah you saw some of that yeah 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 um i have been graced to not like i have had people like you you want to come in <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean like and you gotta you gotta do certain things they know your morals they know you know and me, and for me i just was never never willing to to, no. to 
to no, do it. But certain people have been sent to kind of screw up my vibration because they saw me making headway. Yeah. You know what I mean? To emotionally mess me up. And But ultimately, that was all meant for the good anyway, too, because those negative circumstances I used for propulsion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I transmuted that energy. Yeah. which is I needed it. I need to, con so I can maneuver through this, this realm. Right. And now like things are changing. The doors are opening because it's, it's 2021. This is the age of Aquarius. This, this time has been spoken for thousands of years. Mm. It's like, it's, we're here. They know this they can't resist either. So we're not resisting anymore. They're not resisting. And now we, we flow and watch. Yeah. Watch. Watch oh. what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you, how do you get into that flow state? Like, what, I mean, number one, you got to let go of a lot of things, right? Yeah. Like yeah. The cognitive dissonance, the programming. Well, number yeah. one, you got to realize like we are programmed, right? Yeah. That's realization. Yeah. Um, and and we're always programmed, e even for the good. You know what I mean? Uh, but we can we can come we can like tap into a certain program, a positive one. But then we can go. We do have the ability to go to go back to that neutral space of of infinite source. Mm. You know, and if we get if our judgment gets clouded here and there as we're moving about the earth, then we all it's, you know, just go back to that, that space. And you know, people call it meditation. Some people call it prayer. Right. Right. Um, I was looking for a book I'm reading right now on, on psychedelics. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> little psilocybin. So little, little magic mushroom can get you there too. Yeah. See some things. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning about it in the, uh, it's a big book. Actually, you know, he gave it to me. I don't know if you remember Josh Vi. He sent it to me. But um, Oh, yeah? It's about uh, microdosing and psychedelics to treat, um, like, mental health issues. Yeah. Um, not only to treat it, to, like, cure it. Yeah. So Have you experimented with not that? Not yet. It's, okay. it's on my list to I, do. I have microdosed with, with mushrooms for, like, I, for two weeks, actually, yeah. I did. I yeah. experimented. How Dang, I'm exposing a lot. Um, <laughs> um, it was great. Well, th but there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. So and I'm, I'm a transparent person anyway. Yeah. So um, it was great. Um, I actually did. I, I took them. I took a, a half a teaspoon, crushed them up um, just like that with water um, mm -hmm. right before I went to the gym. And, uh, you know, it was like the creative juices were flowing. It, yeah. I, I had it, it increased my energy. Um, I just had motivation at the time I was in New York city. Um, I was dealing with depression Yeah. and during that time that, you know, that was pretty much removed. Right. Um, and I created some, some dope records, um, during that time too, that haven't been put out yet, but, um, some really dope creative stuff yeah. that I tapped into. Yeah, yeah, no, I have some friends too that do like a, you know, two or three times a year, like full on trip. They go to Joshua tree. They go with, um, with somebody who like guides them and, uh -huh. Nice. And do like a whole thing, a whole weekend. Nice. And come back like totally refreshed, renewed yeah. on a new yeah. vision and everything. Yeah. So. And we, mushrooms are, they come from the it earth. It comes from the earth, bro. Yeah. This is not <laughs> chemically induced. This is not made in a lab. Right. You know what I mean? So. Yep. And actually I watched this, um, I think it's on Hulu. It's called Pharmacopia. Mm. This guy, he's he's a chemist, and you know he just he traveled to Mexico. One of the episodes, he traveled to Mexico. I think it's is it Oaxaca or some some city there. But they it's all about the mushroom and just like delved oh, into we'll check it out. yeah, like there they they pay respect to the mushrooms. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. they like they're one with the mushrooms there. Yeah, plant <laughs> plant medicine is a, is a viable um, option. I don't mm -hmm. know. We need to stop demonizing it. Like, yeah. Um, yep. You know, yep. like thinking it's not. But I yep. mean, what's the difference between them filling you up with, like you said, like chemically induced, like all these drugs, like yep. psychotropic medication. Yep. Again, it's the opposite. It's the opposite. You know what I mean? Every, it's backwards. They have us backwards out here. <laughs> mm -hmm. For real. Um, you posted something the other day. You guys were going to do a, a clubhouse on like. Uh, did that yeah. happen about no, spirituality versus my sister religion? ended up we, we ended up like ha uh, going to a friend's um, show and then after they were like we're gonna go to the beach and then my sister was like you know what this is what this is all about she's like we're not making this a religion you know she's like we're gonna flow with the spirit and this is where where it was and sure enough it was and it was a full moon it was a beautiful night yeah but we should still do that and actually like schedule it with all of us yeah yeah so what was the premise behind that you guys were just gonna get on there and just kind of talk about yeah, just, my sister's always on that wave. She always wants to talk about, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's good. She actually, her lingo still is um, 
like she can go back into like the church and religious lingo and she has the ability to bring those people out of that mentality. Mm, yeah. I think I'm a little, you know, out of that, out sphere. of that. Yeah. yeah. But she, she still can do that. Right. Yeah. That's dope. I, I think that's, that's really important. Mm-hmm. Um, especially for a lot of us who are around the same age, like we, we realize it's, it's bigger than what we were taught. Like this, like God's love or love God like it's so much bigger than what we box it in to be mm-hmm. as far as our versions of Christianity that we were taught. Mm-hmm. And I think we're tapping into that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, th- these are conversations that I love having. Yeah. Love it. Me too. Yeah. Um, So important. I was talking to my daughter yesterday about this. I'm like American. We were talking about, actually we were talking about a Kendrick uh, record. We were listening to um, from uh, to pimp a butterfly, how much a dollar costs. And I was like his, I love Kendrick. I think he's dope. I think he's the best rapper alive right now. And, um, but I'm like, his theology is still whacked. Like, cause he was like, at the end of the song, it's like a, it's like a parable, an interaction with a homeless man who turns out to be God. Mm -hmm. And because he was like stingy, um, he didn't give a dollar to the homeless man who turned out to be God. He was like, well, that costs your soul or Mm -hmm. to have a spot in heaven. I'm like, see, his theology is like, oh, heaven is the goal. Yeah. Mm. Which which isn't what the scriptures are saying. Yeah. It's not like yeah. it's really hardly talked about at all. Yeah. And so I'm like, see, you see what I mean? Like we, we, I, we were having this, this was just yesterday. She was like, I was like, you see how we make it about something else or it's something else to go to as opposed to the now, the now. Yeah. And, um, and this is very specific to American Christianity. It's like, it doesn't matter what's happening here. We're going somewhere else. You know, like yeah. that's, that's it. Like we're just it's always diverting attention. It's somewhere. diverting somewhere else as, as opposed to being in the now and loving people, taking care of people. Yeah. Being present, all yeah. these things. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I, my daughter, she doesn't identify at all with Christianity. Wow. Yeah. And she's like, she's really smart. But the thing is I taught her that way anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I, it's, I'm not surprised for a while. Like Priscilla was like, what? You don't believe, you know what I mean? And like, we had these big arguments and we had these other arguments about abortion and all these things. Right. Mm -hmm. So, and then I was just like trying to explain to Priscilla, like, well, she's, she's her own person. Number one. Right. Mm -hmm. She has her own uh, ideas formed about the world. Right. Um, All that really matters is she knows that we love her. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's all that really matters in the end Mm -hmm. is that, no matter what she does, she's always going to yep. be loved yep. by her mother and I. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. I mean, that's all that could really, yeah. all that really matters. Yep. So, um, but yeah, no, I love having these conversations with her because at, at first I, I, I'm really hands off with her. I didn't make her go to church. Mm-hmm. I didn't make her read the Bible. Wow. I didn't make her listen to Christian music. That's dope. <laughs> but you know what? We love a certain Christian artist. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But she doesn't look at it like, oh, this is Christian music. Yeah. You know what I'm she's saying? Good music. She likes Andy Mineo because I like Andy Mineo. I like a lot of his stuff. I think he's a dope artist. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's like, oh, that's cool. Or she likes a couple of guys that I like. But um, And she loves P.O.D. I've been down with P.O.D. for mm-hmm. the longest. Yeah. Um, and so stuff like that. But she's in her own world. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's important, you know, like yeah. to give them space. And to find themselves, yes. to experience the world, mm-hmm. you know, yep. kind of like what you did. Yes. But you didn't have that covering of like, no, it's okay to no. question. It's okay to let go of this and go do yeah. find yourself in a way. And that vibration created traumatic events, events. in my life. Mm. And everything that my dad did not want happening to me happened to me. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so and you got to be careful to what you speak over your children's lives. Like, yeah, ultimately nobody has power over you, but still like a friend of mine told me this a while ago. She was like, your parents are your creators. They are your God. Mm. They're the ones that bring you into this world. Physically speaking, right. this is true. So the words that a parents like, okay, um, a kid is like running around with flip flops and they're big on him. And the parents like, Oh my God, you're going to trip and fall. Next thing you know, the kid trips and falls. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, we need to stop. We're limiting our children. We don't realize how powerful they are. You, dude, th- my, my, we have a, uh, our niece, we watch our niece 
And I hate it when they say this. Oh, you're going to fall. Mm-hmm. You're going to fall. You're going to fall. Hello. You're just she, telling them you're going to fall. And they're going to end up falling because the parents have that much power. Yeah. But if you allow, like, it was the other day, um, and we all kind of still think like this sometimes, you know? Because um, we're creating where it's everything is it happens through observation, quantum mm. physics, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Right. And then our thoughts are that powerful. So there was like a YouTube video of like two like little twin girls, like, you know, on the little um, the segways, the what are they yeah. called? The, yeah, yeah, segway, the um, little yeah. machine. Thing. And it was like in a small like the kitchen and the living room, small space. And they were like zooming around in a circle. And <laughs> you look and you're like, oh, my God. Next thing you know, one of the, one of the little girls, like, her hat falls, so she stops, and she bends over to pick it up, and the other little girl's racing around, and it looks like she's going to run into her, and my mom was like, oh, my God, she's going to run it. And next thing you know, she, she stops, stops, backs up, goes, goes around, around, and they both just keep going. And I'm like, that, those are our children today. Mm. Keep in mind, there are three, thing, three things I want to implement into early childhood education. Quantum physics, vortex-based mathematics, and etymology. Mm. If foundationally, if children understand this, they will be telekinetic, telepathic, and they will have the ability to defy gravity and actually fly. Wow. Like seriously. I think I think I heard Kanye say something very similar. Really? About his school. Okay. Oh, he, he has over, a school? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like there's these interviews that no one really paid attention to hours long and he's throwing out all these ideas. Why do you think the media doesn't want him right. being seen in a good light? Right. So... Did you like did you like the music he put out like the gospel stuff? I did. Yeah. I did. Even though it was, you know, sonically, I felt like okay, this is what it, this is what it is. He he went back a little bit. Keep in mind when someone is so off balance mm. and they go back this way. They, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So it may have been a little bit on that end, but I still appreciated it. Right. I you know, I I loved how he fused his own vibe with gospel. Yeah. Uh, did you listen to the the um, the actual like choir where they did yeah. their whole album? Yeah. Right. It wasn't really him. It was just the choir. Wait, the song or an album? The album. Oh no, I didn't listen to it. That that one. So the, I think he released Jesus is King, right? Mm-hmm. And then, um, maybe like six months later, the the actual choir released the whole album. I forgot what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was dope. It was just gospel, like all gospel song, Dang. but it was like acoustic almost. Okay. It was dope. Okay. I enjoyed it. Like, I I enjoy, like, a lot of the Christian um, stuff still. Like, the music. I love the gospel music. Yeah. Um, Me too. Me too. I was just telling the kids the other day, too, like, the the stuff we used to do back in Arizona. Yeah. Like, the two-hour-long, you know, music, praise and worship stuff. Like, it was just fun. It was. Well, it's a good frequency, and it was healing, and it it makes you feel good. That's the thing about it. That's how powerful music is. Yeah, jamming with, like, Laniqua and... Yep, yep. (laughs) Laniqua was dope. Laniqua is dope. She is dope, yes. She's amazing. She gigs, she still gigs, like, all the time. I'm sure. She's dope. I I couldn't see her doing anything else. Yeah. Yeah. amazing keyboard player drummer she like played it all but yeah no like those times were i still love those times like and then i think noah picked up on that frequency too because he was a drummer like at I've two seen years him. old he was just like a natural that's crazy <laughs> i need to get him back into it because I, I allowed him to like you know get sucked into like video games and stuff okay. like that so i need to yeah, actually he did mention he wants to bring the drums back out yeah. i have them they're in the back i just need to yeah clean just them do up. it yeah, yeah. <laughs> and get them back into <laughs> if music they're there if, you know then he'll get on them yeah yeah because mm-hmm. this is nothing greater than creating music it's yeah. just so you, you 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 tap into another world number one and this creating sounds with your body or your voice like mm-hmm. well obviously yeah your, your voice is part of your body but it's a it's a great feeling yeah. And, and then jamming with people, right? Yeah. Like that's, that's another it's, thing. It's a gift. It's yeah. a gift. And when you're given that gift, it's like, it's, it's nothing to take lightly and it's nothing to be prideful about, but it's everything to be grateful about, Yeah, you know? And that's what I've learned out here, especially maneuvering through the music industry, you know, yeah. like what we had back then was a fucking gift. Mm. Yeah. People don't even realize. Yeah. The best musicians are created in church. Yep. Like everybody who's like doing what they love now, mm-hmm. they all grew up in church. Yep. Thundercat, that's that's Stephen Bruner, Ronald Bruner. Ronald Bruner's his brother. Like they all grew up in church. They're amazing musicians. Yeah. Like they're formed in those yep. in those times. Like yep. we had like two, three hour yep. 
sessions of just yeah jamming. you can name a ton of musicians that yeah. have, have been yeah right right mm-hmm. my daughter loves um thundercat like she loves all those dudes like tyler thundercat mm-hmm. mac miller um and i'm like a lot of these guys they all grew up in church yeah I'm like, i met the bruners i met i met uh thundercat's brother ronald the drummer mm-hmm. um She's like, what, for real? I'm like, yeah, these really cool guys. They're all, they all, they're here. Yeah. <laughs> they're down the street yeah. in Hollywood. And it, it, people in the industry, they, that is revered. Like Mariah Carey, Kim Burrell is her like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Her queen. Yeah. <laughs> like that's who she listens to for inspiration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you make a lot of dope music too. Like you said, you're, you're into like, we were just talking about this off air. Like it's kind of weird for us because we don't really, well, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> you speak some Spanish. Some. No. Some. But you were just talking about the dynamic of, because you make like Spanish music. Yeah, Spanglish. Spanglish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I was doing the salsa gigs in New York. So, you know, learning how to, I learned how to sing coro right there on the stage, on the bandstand. I don't even know what that is. So the, it's the chorus of the salsa, <laughs> the, the salsa song. So I would have to learn. I didn't know what they were saying. I didn't even know the melody. And I had to just find the harmony. Mm. It was crazy. I would like be sitting there with my palms sweating. So um, going through that, then, you know, just singing full-blown Spanish songs on stage and, you know, and that influenced what I have now, mm. you know? So you hear like those Latin rhythms, all that yeah. in my music. It's so dope. I want to play a little bit more. This We started off the the show with this. So we sampled this. This is Mongo Santa Maria Sofrito. Uh-huh. It was a, it's a cha-cha. And then just confuse it with today's hip-hop trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you on that other part right there, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm doing all the background. You're doing all the background, too. Yeah, I mean, you and your sister, like, have some amazing voices. Thank you. I remember, like, you guys were always, like, just dope. Thank you. She's going to be doing some stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm going to, I'm I'm pushing her to get out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, dude, you guys are amazing. Like, you got to, people need to hear your voice. Thank like, you. I agree. <laughs> For sure. It needs to be everywhere. Um, so you're in LA. You're going to be doing some recording right now. Or yeah. today. Yeah. Or this weekend? Yes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Where are you uh, recording it? Um, we're up in West Covina. So okay. we're in in those hills there, you know, just away from the city right now. Yeah. You know, we've heard it's a little crazy in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's so weird. You know, I, I mean, I live here, but it's like LA is so weird. You yeah. Know, it's a weird vibe. It, it was. I was here. I was like here for Halloween in 2019. And I just wanted to go back indoors. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why? <laughs> I just, the people looked lifeless. Yeah. On the streets. Yeah. It, like, like soulless. Yeah. It's it, weird. It's a weird <laughs> thing here. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, I stay, mean, I mean, I stay within like my, my lane, like my yeah, circle Yeah, you have your family and you know, yeah, that's. Yeah. But like, my, you know, it's, I kick it with a lot of the same people too. So like, we don't really do the LA thing. Yeah. You yeah. know, if we do, it's like like organic stuff like if we go see a show or whatever somebody's playing like yeah. we go like old school like yeah small little places yeah dope little jazz club yeah. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. like where you'll see somebody amazing will just pop in and like jam yeah you know what i mean yeah and as opposed to like oh let's go see whoever just random yeah. a random place yeah yeah honestly i think those days are over anyway with covid happening and all yeah. that like like you just you people are kind of congregating to their pockets of people and you know like vibration so that's right. just how it's happening right yeah the weed and the tears they've grown together and now it's you know people are being separated mm. so yeah that's how i see it for sure how's uh how's uh how's your mom doing how's how's the fam my mom is my mom is amazing Yo, yeah. this bitch, this bitch is on 100. She is in her boss mode. She yeah. is building businesses. Her makeup is continuing to increase. She's getting into a CBD business now. Like, nice. she's she's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Your mom always was like, like, made everybody just feel so loved. 
yeah. and seen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, you could be anybody. Because going back to, you know, the Arizona days, like, there was just, like you said, so many people there. Yeah. But, like, she had this ability to, like, even in a room full of people, make you feel like you are yeah. seen and loved. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just, like, she was just so fun. Like, if you had a chance to hang out with your mom, it was, yeah. like, the best. Yep. It was the best. Mm-hmm. That was the only reason why my wife was, like, willing to go. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'll hang really? out with Sessie for a little bit. Dang. You know? Mom, you hearing that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, she would come back and visit, like, here, California. And then and then she just never came back. Like, you know what? You need to come back here uh-huh. or figure it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going back to her. <laughs> I'm glad so. you stayed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because right. that whole operation went to pot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, we left in like the end of, um, I want to say, 04, maybe mm-hmm. early 05. Yeah. So I was there for like a couple months by myself. She yeah. was like here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was by myself. I'm like, all Dang. right. Yeah. I best I better leave then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's definitely time to be back. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tina, it was, uh, it was a dope conversation i really yes, enjoyed it like, likewise i mean we you know we there's so much i feel we could just tap into i think like you said earlier like some of these things you just we can just tap on them yeah let people just think about it for a little yeah bit. yeah exactly you know that's what i like to do you know what i mean sometimes i find that when i say too much and like i go a little too deep and it i got a little chill. overwhelming yeah and like, I, like yeah, it gets it gets deep. You can say a few things, <laughs> like there's a few key things that were said, like you could just think about, hmm, Yeah. okay, let me just think about that exactly. a little bit. And allow people to expand their minds on their own rather than shoving information down their throats, mm. like what was done to us. Yeah, so we're two kids that had religion shoved down our throats, specifically Christianity, mm-hmm. and we're not trying to do that. Yeah. We're trying to show you something different. Yes, that yes. takes time. Yes. Then it takes your own experience and, to go through. Yes. And ultimately, even the Bible says, every man not ought to teach one another. The Holy Spirit will teach every one man himself. Right. Be led by your spirit. Right. That's it. Right. That's it. <laughs> yep. Because the spirit of God is in you. Yes. It's yes. in you. Yes. When, and, he, when, when God like created, like it's literally god creating himself in you like yes. duplicating himself yes exactly we're the projection we're the image and yes. we're all different particles that make up this one body of water you know if you pour water out it spreads into different molecules but if it's pushed together it's one body mm. same concept quantum physics small particles it's the study of small particles that make up the universe we are the small particles right so anyway yeah. That's it. But <laughs> let me that. get let me get some of this for the gram. Hold up. Let's go. I'm gonna get some shots for the gram. Oh, hold on. Here with Josh. Yo yo. Still searching podcast. Live. Soon to come. I'll be promoting that, guys. Nice. Super dope. Thank you, Tina. Thank you. Consumerism is trying to kill y'all. I'm trying to heal y'all.